Coming up on today's all-new Family Chatters, Laura must decide between two marriage proposals from Steve and Stefan. Plus, we find out if Family Matters was actually plagiarized from a 1930s radio show. You don't want to miss this, which is, I believe, what Aerosmith said about the 1998 film Armageddon. So, listen. Days go by The bigger love of the family Welcome to the show. This is Family Chatters. I am your host, Chris McCarthy, once again. And Family Chatters, if you're not familiar, is the only podcast out there that is all about the ninth season of the show Family Matters. This is uh, episode 23 of Family Chatters. uh, And in some ways, it is the penultimate episode, which is a great word, I think. Um, and I think that means second to last. It means second to last. Okay, good. <laughs> so I'm right about that. Let's introduce my two guests here today. They are in order. Melissa Bernardo. Alphabetical order. Yes. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. And also Michael Rodriguez. Thanks, Ron. Okay. Good to be here. Uh, well, we've been over this every time you're on the show. My name is Chris. I said it at the very beginning. I really thought you were going to freestyle. You, well, yeah, we <laughs> talked about how we were going to all freestyle rap. Uh, I mean, we can. If you want to lay down that beat again, <laughs> Melissa, I'm going to throw it. You can do a little freestyle it. rap. Yep. Let's hear it. Go. My name is Batty. The logic <laughs> is erratic. No, that's not. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was Fern Gully. <laughs> you just quoted Robin Williams does a rap film Fern Gully. Oh. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Do you want me to finish it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> not not particularly. Okay. Uh, maybe later though. Maybe off the air. Okay. We'll see. Um, maybe you can play me during like commercial breaks. Yeah, all okay. the commercial breaks that I take. Okay. So, um, you guys are here, and you've been here before. This is your third appearance on the show. You are a married couple, and this episode has a lot to do with marriage. But I want to get into the history. So the first time you were on the show, you were married. Yes. And then by the end, you said you had actually announced we're going to get a divorce yes. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, then I got you back on and I was like, what happened with that divorce? You said it happened. You got divorced. Mm-hmm. And then you actually got back together because you both took out ads in the paper about loving pina coladas. Mm-hmm. Penis coladas. Yes. And then you got remarried. Yep. And then uh, it got really weird because you told me that you guys had sex changes and <laughs> Yeah. actually traded places with each other to trick me long and, and, time yeah and uh so i have to ask now what is the update are you guys together everyone wants to know i noticed mike is not wearing a wedding ring so that's not a good sign it's getting resized oh he needs a larger ring so i can mm. fit a different lady <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> your ring changes sizes yes. based on the woman yes yes it does that's weird <laughs> Are we, we're not talking about cock rings, are we? No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Melissa, that I said the word cock. I know you wanted to keep it PG. It's okay. I just, I want, I want your audience to be as broad as possible. And when we use slang, dirty words, I feel like it's not appropriate for, for the younger audience to be listening. So. Well, I mean, it, this is a kid's show. We, we have established yeah. that on previous episodes. Um, and they seem to, do, they don't seem to mind. 
The kids really like the the horse porn reference that we had. Last yes, time. yeah, that was a thing that happened last time, uh, and also kids these days. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Say no more. <laughs> uh, and later in the show, I have a little clip I'm going to play, and this is kind of a bombshell. Um, it's proof that Family Matters, as we know it, the sitcom was ripped off of a show, a really old uh, uh, show. I don't want to give away too many details, but it's actually plagiarized. Oh. And I have proof, and I'll get to it a little later. This is the first time that, that proof is going to be... Yes, this is, this is the wow. first time anyone will ever have heard this, unless you heard it at the time. <laughs> and then, uh, why don't we, you know what? Let's right now, let's talk about Family Matters, mm. the show. Uh, you don't seem too pleased. Oh, no, this, this episode had, uh, got some giggles out of me. So I'm You did, yeah. About it. So this is a big deal, because last episode, uh, there were, I counted three genuine laughs from people watching the last mm-hmm. time we recorded. And today, you, no one laughed except you, Melissa, no. but you laughed a few times. Yeah, probably at so, least three. At least three, so. yeah. So we'll bring those up. So let's talk about it. Family Matters, Season 9, Episode 20, Episode 212 of the series. It's called... Pop goes the question, and that question is about a marriage proposal, obviously. Here's a synopsis. Laura's ex-boyfriend, Stefan, or Kel, reminds her that she promised to consider his marriage proposal someday. He gives her a beautiful diamond ring and asks her again. When Stefan leaves the room, Steve enters with 144 red roses and also proposes to Laura. So let's just start. And this episode actually is mostly, it's a flashback. It's a flashback episode with other flashbacks within the flashback. I feel like I was watching, was it Inception? Is that the movie? Inception is the film, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was like, so it starts with a flashback. Mm -hmm. And it starts actually with Carl sitting in a diner. And um, he is talking to a buddy of his, a cop. And he's like, uh, well, you know what's going on with me lately? Let me tell you through a flashback and then they go right. Yeah, it's the noise. That was, that it. was exactly it. The flashback begins in the living room of the Winslow's house. Steve and Laura come in from a date because they're dating now. If you haven't been caught up, they're dating um, and they're dressed in flamenco outfits. Flamenco! Oh, boy. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, that was the running joke from like the first 20 minutes of the episode, which is all, all of it, um, is that they're flamenco dancers. Flamenco. Oh, I thought we were still doing it. No, Sorry. We're not. Well, you can, <laughs> but that's the thing. Every time somebody says flamenco, they do this. Flamenco. <laughs> and Steve Urkel does a dance and it annoys Carl and it annoyed me. And it annoyed, I think, probably everyone else watching, except yeah. you, Melissa. No, I thought it was great. <laughs> you laughed every single time. It always got me. Every time that joke happened, you laughed, and everyone in the room looked at you and, yeah. and judged. <laughs> yeah, we judged, we judged you hard. Yeah. Very hard. So judge all you want. We will. We will continue to judge. Mm-hmm. So they come in. Laura actually leaves the room at one point, and Steve goes to Carl. He goes, uh, and by the way, Carl Winslow, I don't know if you know this about him, but... My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. That's his name. His name. That's his name. And that's kind of a flamenco yeah. type I, of song, I, I right? Struck the pose. You did, yeah. Kind of fit. It, yeah. Was that him singing? That no, that was my uh my good buddy and band leader of Family Chatters, Julianmorena.com. Huh. 
you're interested in learning more about Julian. His name is dot com. His last name is Julian Miranda dot com. Yes. Oh, okay. And his first name, he doesn't have a first name. <laughs> oh. And his website is uh, facebook.com. <laughs> Just the main page. Did he invent that? <laughs> he invented. Yeah, it's actually his name is Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. <laughs> but he changed it because he was tired of, you know, being Jewish. He had a lot of friends. What's uh, Reginald short for Reggie? Reggie? No, Reggie is short for Reginald. Reginald is short for Reggie. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think anyone's ever called him Reggie. Why not? I, I bet you somebody called him Reggie. The car salesman. The car salesman? A car salesman. A I bet damn you like, car salesman. <laughs> what, what car salesman? You know, any car salesman. Oh, just a, a, at some point, yeah, a car salesman. Life. Come yeah. on, Reggie. What I got to yeah. do to get you in this exactly. uh, 1979 Pinto? Yep. What do you think he's driving right now? A Pinto. Oh, <laughs> you think he bought a Pinto in 1979? He's still rocking that. <laughs> no, he bought it yesterday. He bought a 1979 yes. Pinto yesterday yes. from a guy who called him Reggie. Yep. Oh. Wow. Now he's in a navy blue Ford Taurus. Oh, he's what Ford year? Taurus. 98. A 98. Well, yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. He probably they probably gave it to him as a gift at when the show ended. Mm-hmm. They gave everyone in the cast a 98 he's still Ford driving Taurus, it. and he's still driving it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> You know what uh, Urkel's driving these days, right? Do you not know? Have you seen the no. commercial with him? No. Oh, oh this is a this is a real. No. Oh. This is a thing. He's in a uh, Scion commercial uh-huh. as Julia White, and there's an Urkel dummy in the car with him, <laughs> and it's a whole big thing about like it's a joke uh, that he was Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the punchline of the joke, uh, and so every episode I tweet. Every episode of this show, I tweet at Julia White because he's a Twitter guy. <laughs> I think that's he's what they call her. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and a tweeter. He, a tweeter? A tweeter. Yeah. Tweeter, also an electronic store from back in the day. Mm, you just showed your age. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> oh. um, nobody beats the whiz. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but I tweet every episode at Julia White and he does not respond. He doesn't give a shit. I think he's in prison. Wait a minute. <laughs> For what? I don't know. Beating his wife or something, right? No, 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 no. You're thinking of Eddie Winslow. No, no. I was pretty sure. Really? Julia White did it too. I don't know. This could be considered slander if uh, it's wrong. Okay. I don't even think he's married. Beat somebody. Let's take a commercial break. My name is Batty. <laughs> the lo- Are you guys checking? Yeah, check. No, continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, never mind. Um. Anyways, where were we? Yeah, he uh, Jaleel White totally beat his girlfriend. Did you just look that up mm-hmm. while we were talking? Yep, that's true. Yeah, I'm definitely not tweeting this one at him. Yeah, <laughs> want him to. Sorry, I don't want to piss him off necessarily. Although my wife, whenever she's on the show, insults him <laughs> a lot. She calls him an ugly droopy dog. She's got the hots. <laughs> ugly droopy. He kind of does look like droopy dog a little you bit. You think that she's got the hots for him, and that's yeah. why she's does doing it, it? That's why it's people like pick a, on other yep. people. It's like the second grade. They do it like girl. consistently. Oh, it's yeah. like a playful. It's like pushing him down the play yard. Well, we mentioned this last time. Speaking of kids these days, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, we mentioned this last time on the show, but the for kids now, you know, the new the teenagers now, um, anal is the new first base. Yes. Okay. Oh, you both are aware of this? Yeah. Okay. Don't you Twitter? So anyways. Anyway. When Laura leaves the room, uh, Steve, I don't even know if I said this already, but (laughs) Laura leaves the room and Steve goes to Carl. I want to ask your daughter to marry me. And Carl is like, okay, ask her. I guarantee you, she says no, even though they've been dating like for a little bit now. 
uh, Carl's pretty confident that she's not going to say yes. And he's I like, I think that's sweet. You think it's sweet that Carl doesn't think that Steve asked. Oh, you think it's sweet that he asked permission yeah. or, or a blessing. Yeah. Now, Mike, did you ask, uh, no. Melissa's, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Did you ask Melissa's physician <laughs> if she was well enough to get married? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. I thought you, you were going to say something else. It was contingent upon a physical <laughs> passing a physical exam, like a trade in major league baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So the next <laughs> scene, uh, Stefan Urkel shows up, guys, and he's <laughs> nice. You have a little hots for Stefan? Well, he's sexier than Steve if you had a pick between the two. <laughs> um, but he is dressed in a tuxedo, which is the fanciest thing you could wear, by the way. And he walks uh, in uh, and he's taking Laura on a date to get burgers, which like, why is she dating both of these people and get and no one seems to care that she's two timing. Yeah. Right. I wrote it's, down two timing bitch. S- excuse my language. <laughs> hey, you two said it. Timing bad woman. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Steve Urkel brought her out to like a fancier Spanish restaurant and Stefan's like, let's go with some burgers in, right. in, in a tuxedo, mm-hmm. which is like, what? It's like, what? Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's like almost like. Now you let me just say this. You mimicked the act of getting an erection <laughs> with your finger. Is that true or no? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I'm lying about that. Yes. Okay. It was That's... a thermometer reading a temperature. It was a temperature gauge coming out of my crotch. <laughs> Anyways, so he's wearing a tuxedo and... <laughs> He's there and he goes, Laura, I have something very important to say to you before we go get burgers in our tuxedos. Um, she's also wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> Not really. Uh, and he goes, I um, would well, like to remind you of something. And I would like to do this via a flashback. Uh, a flashback and a flashback. And then this is where we get into because we're already in Carl's flashback. And now we get further down in the inception uh, rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting into Stefan's flashback within Carl's flashback, mm-hmm. which is to a couple seasons ago uh, when Stefan proposed to Laura at Disney world. That wasn't a surprise to the audience. They all remembered two seasons ago. Well, sure. They went yeah. to Disney. Okay. Yeah. It was a surprise to me. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that at all? No. Mm. So yeah, he proposed to her uh, at Disney world in front of the big castle thing with like Cinderella there and everything. And she actually said, yes, she, he was like, will you marry me? And she goes, yes. And the, but they're not married. No, they never followed up on that. I then guess she totally <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, remember this?" And then they play the scene, and it comes <gasps> back, and she's like, forgot. "Holy shit, you're right! <laughs> I said I would marry you." And then uh, Stefan says, "So by the way, I propose to you." She says yes, and he's like, "I'm going to go in the other room and uh, pour us a couple of soda pops." A long pour. Well, yeah, he's, he's there for a while. Mm. What do you think he was doing back there, really? A long pour. You think he was? Pouring soda very slowly, or maybe he was mixing long mixes. Mixing long mixes. <laughs> you think he was making a mixtape? <laughs> yeah, a long mixtape about sodas. Oh, what's your favorite song about soda? Soda pop. Don't you like that soda pop? You. <laughs> that is the correct. I think answer. it's an NSYNC song. Don't you like that soda pop? <laughs> I th- I would venture to say there is a song about soda. 
if someone in this room could get on that and Probably. look it up, um, that'd be great while we're, while we're covering this and then we can get back to that. So, um, so while he's in there pouring his sodas and making mixtapes, uh, Steve Urkel comes in and he comes in with 12 dozen dozen roses, mm. right? So uh, I believe they call it a gross. That's a gross. A gross is a 144. Gross. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, or is it a flock? A flock of roses. <laughs> a murder. A murder of roses. A murder of roses. Uh, so he comes in and uh, the roses are all being delivered by rose boys. I guess they call them. <laughs> and, uh, and he's wearing a, an apron that says world's best husband on it. And he's like, guess what? I have, uh, I don't know if you've had any flashbacks recently, <laughs> but I got one for you as well. Check <laughs> this shit out, bro. And then he goes like this. I like that the, the apron grew with him. Yeah, so the yeah. flashback, he goes back to uh, very long ago in the series. There are children in this flashback. Little babies. Yeah, little babies. And they are, um, they're in the living room right where we are looking at them now. But the flashback, they're like, I would say second or third grade, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's wearing that same apron. This is World's Best Husband. And you find out they were, and it's part of a class project. They were supposed to be pretending to be oh, married. Oh, they were pretending. Yes. So I thought this two-timing bitch was married then divorced Wait. and then engaged and then re-engaged yeah. thought, and then double engaged. She thought he was, she, they were married when they were in like fourth grade. You yeah. thought that he was legally married to yeah, Laura. Like, you know, like some rearranged That's thing. A, in, in Illinois, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. there are no laws in Illinois. So yeah. she wasn't married, divorced, engaged, re-engaged and then double engaged. No, I would have liked it more if that's what I do. Oh, okay. Right. That is what you do. That's why you're moving on to your next uh, wife. That's why oh, you gotta got to get this new ring. Get and that, selecta. Get that yep. cock ring resized. Uh-huh. Um, so no, they were not, they were not legally married in second grade, Melissa. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Actually illegal what you're talking about. Well, with parental consent? No, it's not I don't a think thing. so. Okay. Well, maybe in Illinois. Again, okay, I right. don't know. It's not the 1800s anymore. No, well, it's it not. is the 90s. I mean, guys, get with the program. <laughs> and what are you doing with your eyebrows? Oh, they're going up and down. They are, yes. As is, uh, you know, Mike's boner. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, PG. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mike's erection. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and he goes, guess what? Uh, in this flashback, uh, Steve has a ring for Laura and he goes, uh, Laura, here's a wedding ring. Cause we're supposed to be married in this class project. I'm going to make it legit. Let's get married. And That's uh, I got confused. Right. And she go, but wait, she says no though. She's like, Steve, we're mm-hmm. in second grade. Um, and no, I don't even like you. This is when they, she hated him. And then he goes, um, he goes, uh, I'll wait forever and I will, Reevaluate. Yeah, he he's been like pulling a long pity con on her. Yes, he has. <laughs> he absolutely has. a long pity. The con. longest yeah. pity con. Every right. day he shows up. Like, why don't you like me? Uh, I love you. Oh, self-deprecating. Broke down bullshit. her walls. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, I'm being told. Uh, I have an update on the soda song. Apparently, the most popular and most famous song about soda of all time is called "I Love Sierra Mist." By the Baja Men. That's such a good Ooh. song. Yeah, it was the B side to Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah, that not played, a lot of people remember uh, that. That played at our yeah. wedding, actually. Yeah, I love Sierra Mist. Yes. Yeah, it's a great song. You want to sing it right now? Yeah. All right, let's all do it. Ready? Three, two, one. 
Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I hope we don't get sued because that was so close to the actual I got, song. I got the copyright to the song. It's oh, you did? Yes. Um, let's get back. What the hell was I talking about? Um, Sierra Mist. Yes. Let's talk about Sierra. This two-time bitch was married, divorced. Engaged, engaged, re-engaged, yep. and then double engaged. Yes. So, so we're just about to get to the her. Right. Now so at this point, what about the fact that she's been double dating two guys for yeah, a year? Gosh. Right. And let's not like seriously dating, not like oh, yeah. Do? Let's like not they lose. Both proposed. She's been analyzing these two guys. Analyzing. Yes. Both of them. Language, guys. Come on. First um, basing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> let's not lose sight of the fact that Stefan is not a real person. He is a clone of Steve. So Does no matter what, not he's not real. a real person, but he is a better Does person. he not bleed? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Or uh, do any of the other things? I don't know if he bleeds. They never show it. Well, if he bleeds, you can kill him. Mm. Predator. Good point. Yes. You think they were referring to Stefan or Kel? Yes. What if they remade <laughs> Predator? It's just Stefan. <laughs> but it's just Stefan or Kel, like in the woods, in the jungle. That'd be so great. <laughs> Can we just superimpose him in that movie? I think we should make this movie, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You want to just remake the entire movie with the original cast? Yeah, let's just call him up. Yes. Right. Why don't you just take yes. the original movie and just put him in it? Because that's... No, no, we, we don't want, we're just going to remake the movie. Okay. Yeah. We're going to reboot it. That's expensive. Yeah. And it's going to be sponsored by Sierra Mists oh. because we'll use that song as the theme Sierra song. Sierra The most dramatic part when like Arnold Schwarzenegger is about to get attacked... By Stefan Orkel. I love Sierra Mist because it tastes just like Fresca. Boom. It's going to be so dramatic, that's that scene, when Stefan is sneaking up on all these dudes. <laughs> sneaking up. And then you just hear the song like slowly getting louder and louder. Yeah. Boom. Pops all out. the action. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay. going to be great. And the song is playing in the movie, not just like in the soundtrack. Like the, <laughs> the characters hear the song too. Oh. Actually, Stefan sneaks up on them playing the song. <laughs> yes, out of, uh, on a boombox <laughs> over his shoulder. Um, Man, I love this movie. This movie, I this. love it already. I can't <laughs> do this. I'm actually upset that it's not real. Me too. But it will be as soon as we make it. Mm-hmm. All we need is a few million dollars. So if you guys are out there, please uh, ven- Venmo us. <laughs> Can we start some kind of crowdfunding thing for yeah, this? Yeah, I think we should start a Kickstarter um, to make Predator starring... Julia White as Stefan Urkel and Arnold Schwarzenegger as whatever character he was in the first Predator. Hitler, I think. He played Hitler, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Great. Uh, anyway, Steve proposes too, is yes. what happens, right? So the, the little flashback is like in second grade, he proposed with this ring and he bought the ring for $800 in uh in second grade that's a lot of dough for a second grader. Yeah, so and then so so second grade is when he bought it. Yeah. And if you go to the time that he was then proposing again what's the inflation so like how much does the ring actually cost now so it's like 10 years the inflation is not that much. no i would say it was less than 10 years even because i'd say that was probably 1991 oh, like what? and then three percent 98 three percent yeah. no way no that's, that's a huge amount three percent over that much time Almost I'm no economist much. okay but i know you guys are so i'll let you guys figure this out I mean, the rings probably cost like Fifteen hundred at least. What kind of what, what kind of story would you be like? Okay, kid, I'll sell you this eight hundred dollar ring. 
Don't care where you yeah. got that money from. Right. Would you sell? I, I don't own a ring shop, but I know you guys do. Yeah. Uh, let's say a second grader walked into your cock ring, ring shop. shop. A cock ring shop. Okay. <laughs> well, let's say a second grader walked into your cock ring shop yep. and was like, here's 800 bucks. Give me the good stuff. You would give it to him? Deal. Okay. 800 out the door. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Is it illegal, do you think, in the United States of America to sell a cock ring to a minor? No. Great. Why? Just a ring. <laughs> no. Asked and answered. <laughs> um, so he proposes two. Laura's got two proposals on the table now, one after the other within five minutes. And then Stefan comes out from that long soda pour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was listening to that Sierra Mist song. It in was the probably kitchen. Sierra Mist. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, Steve Urkel, what are you doing here? And uh, he's like, well, I'm just proposing to my girlfriend, Laura Winslow. What are you doing here? Me. <laughs> uh, and then Stefan gets like, gets right to the point. He's like, well, Laura, who do you choose? And she goes, I don't know. Let me, give me, give a woman some time to think. Uh, well, so guys, while we're at it, though, you had to have proposed to each other at some point, right? Um, give or take. Give or, <laughs> I don't know if that applies to what I, I asked, but um, <laughs> let's hear that story. I'm sure it's lovely. You don't remember it? You were there. I was there in yeah. reality, um, yeah. but I don't remember a lot of it because... Yeah. A lot of the story for me is secondhand as well. Two, well, let's say two of the three people at this table were blackout drunk yes. <laughs> during this proposal. <laughs> and this is a true story now. Um, but there was a bunch of us and we were all at a wine festival. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it was a big group of people. She got yep. stung by being the crotch like it was 15 a wasp. times. It was a wasp. You got stung by a wasp. Flew up cross, my dress. Crotch wasp. It was a crotch wasp. It was a crotch wasp. wasp. Yeah, yeah, that used to be my stung. nickname in college, by the way. Ooh. I'm not surprised. You're a real crotch wasp. Uh, so you got hit by a crotch yeah, wasp. Yeah, got hit right in the crotch. And then we all got blackout drunk except yep. Mike. And then, uh, well, because Mike had a, you know what he had in his pocket? A bone. A bone. Yeah. Well, no, he was just happy to see us. <laughs> uh, but no, you had a, a, let's call it what it is. An engagement ring, mm. a cock ring, all right, for yourself. But then you also yes. had an engagement ring for Melissa. Yes, and you proposed. Let's hear that. Why did. am I telling the story? You so guys tell it. We got drunk. Yes, and then it's <laughs> a big part of the story. It took up most of the day. So yeah, we got drunk, stung by bees, and what have you, right. like we tend to do yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you I know tried that. to resell some tickets. We yes, you, she tried to resell tickets to people who were already in the event. Yes, <laughs> they did not want them. They also didn't want me at the table with them. No, <laughs> they didn't want you to do that. Yeah, you approached strangers with yep. tickets to the event they were already at, and then Mike this whole time is like planning to propose. Meanwhile, in a corn maze, and I lied about it. I told yes. him that there would be a corn maze at the wine festival and he was planning on him and I getting lost somewhere in the corn maze and proposing, but there was no corn maze. Well, why would you lie about such a I thing? I assumed that they'd have a corn maze. I don't know why. Right. Of course. He always assumed that. Uh, but then we ended up at the beach. Mm-hmm. We went to the beach and uh, I took her and you to the beach and when uh, and other people, I'm not the third <laughs> wheel. Let's. <laughs> you were the third. You were the only one to actually follow us. Yeah, onto you the tried beach. to follow us onto the beach, and everyone else was standing back. Well, I mean, I was. Let's. I was drunk. Okay. Yes, it's an you excuse. Were. You were drunk. Um, 
but there were multiple people there. It's, yes. It wasn't just the three yeah. of us. Everyone was watching. And when uh, she looked away, I turned to you and I said, will you marry me? Yes. And she did. turned back and said, yes. And I said, damn it. Right. Yeah. And then, but you, at that point you were like, well, I'm in too deep. I have to like yeah. marry this person now. So that's how you got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how you got engaged. I, I tricked say. her. I, uh, she yeah. got her wasted mm-hmm. yep. and she was like in anaphylactic shock because she had been stung by a yep. swarm of bees. Oh, did you arrange the bee as well? Yes. <laughs> she didn't know where she was. She was dying. Yeah. So I, I asked her a series of questions and one of them happened to be, will you marry me? The last right. one after I said yes her, to all the other ones. You asked her a series of basic questions. Yes. Yep. How many fingers am I holding up? Yep. She said yes. What is your name? What is your <laughs> yes. date of birth? And will you marry me? She yeah. And you like, answered yes to all of those. She was yeah. like a Russian uh, Maryland bride. Just yes to everything. Yeah. And yes was not applicable to any of the nope. questions asked nope. except for will you marry me? Yep. And then he was like, gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. And uh, then I dropped the mic and walked away. Yeah, yeah, you were holding a microphone for some reason. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest is history. Yeah. What a great story. The books. Yeah. And then we continue I, to get more drunk. Yeah. And I do recall you coming up to us at the end and thanking us for our engagement because we saved you from vomiting. If we didn't yeah. get in, uh, the, the, the exact words were, if you guys didn't get engaged right then, I was going to puke all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I just want, you're welcome. That is true. I was, uh, for some reason, the the excitement, maybe the adrenaline of the uh, moment yeah. of you guys getting engaged, like sobered me just enough <laughs> I that I didn't everywhere. vomit everywhere. Yeah. So thank you guys for that. No problem. My engagement story is not as interesting. I just looked this woman up in the phone book and I was like, <laughs> want to do this? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and then the next day we were married. Um, so that's a lovely story, almost as lovely as Steve and Laura. The next scene of the episode is uh, Laura's weighing her options. And she goes, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to pick. So she, who does she go to? Her, her parents. parents. And the funny Some thing about this nobody scene. Knows. Yes. <laughs> so you guys have not been on the show in a while. And um, Laura is sitting at the table with Carl and a woman. A mystery woman. You did not recognize and you... <laughs> It, you know who it is? New Harriet. So New Harriet, as we know. I don't like her. People on the show or people who have listened to the podcast already of the last few episodes know that New Harriet has replaced old Harriet. The actress left and New Harriet is also not even a human. We've realized she's from an alternate dimension. It's like she's so different looking. So, but you saw this scene and Carl and the Harriet are sitting next to each other and you turned to me and you said, did Carl get remarried at some point? <laughs> but no, that was Harriet. Okay. So uh, you don't like her, you said, Melissa? No. Yeah. I think that's everyone's sense. looks like a floozy. Ooh. Shots fired, <laughs> new Harriet. If you're listening. Tweet that. Uh, so Laura's like, who do I marry? Mom and dad. And they're like, I don't know. We don't really like Steve Urkel, so pick the other guy. <laughs> Basically what they say. And then um, the next scene which is actually not the final scene. Almost. It's the penultimate scene. Yep. The penultimate <laughs> I'm going to use that word as much as I can. I'm because, so glad you like it. Yeah, I like it. You said it before and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that. Um, they're in the living room again. He comes down from his bedroom. Steve Urkel comes down from his bedroom because he lives at the house with all the suitcases and he's, he's seems like he's moving out. And Laura goes, where are you going, Steve? Once again, some sob story about how... He should really just be yes. in her life. Self-deprecating. Yeah, very self-deprecating. The pity train continues. 
I just realized that Steve Urkel took the pity train all the way to pound town. <laughs> did you, did you just realize that? I just realized that I thought that was obvious from the beginning of this series. Well, I, I mean, I never thought of it like that, but I mean, that is a very popular phrase <laughs> taking the pity train all the way to, all pound, the way town. to pound town. <laughs> yes. Uh, and if you ever actually visit pound town, Illinois, you have to take the pity train. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's not in uh, Provincetown. I thought that was pound town. No. Nope. Well, it depends. I mean, that's what you and I call it. <laughs> Anyways, he says, I'm leaving. I'm going to Russia because I'm very self-deprecating and I just want to get out of your way. He actually, what he says is, um, all I want, Laura, is to make you happy. Talk about, you know, laying what, on the what guilt. He winds out all I, right. All I want is to make you happy. And the only way I can do that at this point is to get out of your life forever. It's like, cry me off fucking river, Steve Urkel. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyways. Yes, Mike, enough with the boners. Sorry. So he's about to leave because of all this pity he's throwing at her. And she goes, Steve, don't go. And he says, why not? Or why? And she says, I can't live without you, Steve Urkel. And yes, I will marry you guys. How about a round of applause? Very, very good. Um, and also I have this little, uh, okay, we could stop. <laughs> I have, um, this little song here that I, that JuliaMarena.com recorded for us. Whenever, um, Steve and Laura kiss or anything positive happens with them. Let's hear that. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that I feel is appropriate. And, um, and then we cut back to the diner. Of course, now because we have to exit the flashback. Don't forget that we're in a flashback. Yeah, exactly. I did forget. Yeah, me too. Uh, We had to get out of that flashback and go back to the present, which is Carl telling the story to his cop buddy. And the cop friend's like, So they're getting married? And he's like, I guess so. I guess my son in law is going to be none other than Steve Urkel. So that's how that episode ends, everybody. And now you're probably wondering. Why is there another episode after this? Isn't shouldn't this be the end? And I well, I'll tell you this: it should be the end. But you're not going to want to miss the actual finale because you're thinking, well, let's see. Laura agreed to marry Steve. They get married. They well, I don't even know if that's true. But here I'm going to read you. By the way, and this is very unorthodox. I'm going to read the synopsis of Uh-oh. the finale. Should you warn your listeners to turn Ooh. off their podcast right now? No, no please don't uh, say that. Oh. Don't turn off the podcast. Stop, right stop. Wait, don't stop. If you can, turn on the podcast no, more. Stop. Turn it on again. Yeah, turn okay. it on on a different device. Yeah, okay. Multiple things. Let's get two streams going of this podcast right yeah. now. So if you're listening on your phone, just open up uh, the podcast app on your computer and but play it there But what if your too. listeners are for the first time watching the last season of Family Matters? Yes. I'm going to tease it for them. Now oh, they're going to want to listen next week. No spoiler week. alert. It's just a teaser. No spoilers. Okay, just a okay. teaser. Okay. okay here's turn the off the synopsis. volume. Yes. If you're listening to Melissa's instructions and you have already turned the podcast <laughs> off, please turn it back on. Um, the synopsis of the last episode after this whole thing where they're getting engaged kind of comes out of nowhere. Here it is. After NASA buys the patent to one of Urkel's inventions, he's sent into outer space with a pair of astronauts to test it out. However, Steve's invention unintentionally causes a nearby satellite to crash into the space shuttle. And before long, he sends himself hurtling through outer space to his death 
Was was his invention a magnet? <laughs> uh, I hope not. But we'll find out. No spoilers. That sounds like a spoiler. Well, I, I mean, this might be a spoiler too, but I would bet he doesn't die in outer space. <laughs> but we don't know. Maybe he does. You're going to have to tune in to the last episodes of Family Chatters to find out, everybody. And so that's the end of this episode. That's the official demarcation of that. And now I'm going to segue to a the thing I teased before. Ready? Here comes a segue. So here's the thing. I have a very exclusive piece of audio that I'm going to play right now, which is proof that Family Matters was plagiarized, the series, the whole thing. And it was actually from a 1931 radio show. And I, I found this out because I encountered an old man on the street. And he came up to me and he said, son, are you Chris McCarthy, the host of Family Chatters? And I said, Yes. Did he recognize your voice? He recognized my voice because I was reciting a podcast out loud, <laughs> uh. just walking down the street. And I was actually saying, I'm Chris McCarthy, host of Family Chatters. That's what I do whenever I walk anywhere. And he happened to hear me and he came up to me and he said, this is very serendipitous because I am an old man who, and I was like, yeah, I could see that. You're very old. <laughs> so he goes to me, uh, I have proof that Family Matters, the show that you are doing this podcast about, was plagiarized from an old radio show. And I said, all right, show me the proof. Show I'm me not, the money. Show me the money, I said. Uh, and then he, he, said, uh, he said, here's a flash drive <laughs> with this uh, MP3 on it that you could play on your podcast. And I was like, it's weird that you have this 1930s radio show um, on a flash drive. Then you're just walking around with it. But thank you. So I took it and I'm going to play it right now. And we're going to find out together whether or not Family Matters is actually a copycat of a 1930s radio show. You, want, you guys want to hear it right now? All right, here we go. Attention affiliate stations. This was only a test. Should there be an actual Zeppelin explosion, be sure to dial Lakeview 909-485-228-739-164-583-307-765-48321-6492. That number again. From Davenport, Iowa, the Rust Belt's home of fine tractor blades and radio programming, it's the Family Matters Rip Tickling Good Time Chuckle Hour. Tonight's episode, now you've got polio. Let's see what Steve Merkel's up to. Mm, a pinch of ginger, a bit of dillweed, and a dash of something I like to call ground opium. Now why? Steve Merkel have created an aphrodisiac so potent, even my frigid neighbor Laura will go from the queen of mean to keen. I'm yours surely. Yeah. Wow. That must be Laura. Merkel, you told me I could have one of those delicious opium malts, but make it quick. I'm entering a jitterbug contest with my boyfriend, Charles Atlas. Let's just make a toast, my dear. Merkel, you've spilled it all over me. Now what do I do? Uh-oh. Looks like another Merkel boner. 
Gentlemen, are you having trouble adjusting your codpiece? Feinstein Brothers codpieces don't sag! Our codpieces are made from genuine brass boondockle holders, guaranteed to keep your man bits perfectly symmetrical and sustained for that big wedding night and conception time. Your doodads will be in perfect balance with Feinstein Brothers codpieces, guaranteed to conceive. Feinstein Brothers codpieces available to participate in CS and Roboxes. Conception pamphlet extra. Why are you in such a huff, Officer Patio Winslow? Or sometimes, as I like to call you, Dad. Eddie, son, I'm in big trouble. I gave my boss Merkel's potion so he'd promote me. But instead, I got drunk and gave him this. Arsenic? <laughs> he must be dead. He is, and I have no alibi. I don't know what to do, Eddie. Help me, son. Who could that be at this hour? Al Capone? Patty Winslow. Looks like uh, you're a bit of a pickle. What do I do, Mr. Capone? What do I do? Looks like you're the captain now. Be sure to tune in next week to most of these affiliate stations for further adventures of hilarious drunken Irish cop Patty Winslow and his family. Now stay tuned for more Amos and Andy. All right, that I have to say, I don't know what you guys thought of that, but that sounds very similar to what we know as Family Matters today, right down to uh, the Captain Phillips reference, which I've been saying for <laughs> for years now. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think? I don't think you can deny the similarities. Right, the similarities completely right. different. Oh, you think it's completely different? Completely. You don't. You didn't see any similarities? Yeah, he's Irish. Right. This show is full of black people. Game, set, match, Mike. That guy's name is Merkel. His name is Merkel. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's no similarity at all. Uh, well, that was fascinating. So that ends this episode. And the only thing left to do, one, I would like to thank my guests for being here once again. My married, soon to be divorced uh, couple, Who knows? Melissa Bernardo. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to say thanks for being here. You're but welcome. If you want to leave right now, please. No, that's I'll, fine. I'll hang in there. Okay, can you hang out for another thirty goddamn seconds. My inconveniencing you this much? No. Nah. Okay. And Mike Rodriguez, thanks for being here. Hello. Oh. Okay. We already did the episode. You you know that, right? <laughs> what? Welcome. <laughs> um, so the only thing left to do is the catchphrase, which okay, I'm going to leave up. Oh, you're already ready? For yep. the, you're already ready already? Yeah, for already the ready already. Wow. Um, all right, let's hear it. But wait, before I do that, I have a catchphrase intro theme. Oh, okay. Here comes the catchphrase. Flamingo! We'll see you next time, guys, for the grand finale, part one of family chatters don't miss it this has been the penultimate episode goodbye okay bye